Welcome to Retail Nightmares Podcast. <laughs> um, I thought you wanted me to sing. I was like, oh, <laughs> let's yeah, we get do. Into, into it. it. Let's get, get into, into it. it. My butt. <laughs> oh, no. We've been tricked again. Hold on. Welcome to my butt. <laughs> it's dark in here. It's tight in here. <laughs> oh, it is. Sorry. <laughs> um, welcome to Retail Nightmares, po- Nightmares Podcast. Retail- you know when you say something and it doesn't sound right? Every word. <laughs> that comes out of my mouth. Welcome to episode 149. 149 from the Retail Nightmares podcast. <laughs> well, I'm here with my friend. Her name is Jessica. Hi. <laughs> she is the co owner of this podcast. We're on almost at 150. There's 150. <laughs> Podcast. <laughs> oh my God. Not including the live podcast. Oh, yeah. So we're technically already 150. Yeah. Send us your money. <laughs> That's a lot of work. <laughs> That's it for this episode. <laughs> 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 so that's like three years, right? Uh, almost. Yeah. yeah. Roughly almost. one a week? Yeah. Definitely. Like, yeah. A couple of times, we maybe once we had to really power through a bunch of episodes. Mm. Oh, our guest tonight, <laughs> or today, or this afternoon, whenever you're listening to it, uh, time is irrelevant when you're podcasting, um, is comedian, friend, dog lover, cat lover, husband, Ooh. weed wizardish guy. <laughs> Um, Kyle Bottom. I'm all those things. Yeah, welcome back. Thank you for having me. You are one of our only guests that never listened to a full episode before coming on. I, but that's <laughs> that's my standpoint for all podcasts. Yeah, yeah, yeah I we like learned. To go in fresh. <laughs> you were fresh. Yeah, like learn a, on the job. Like a daisy. You were a fruish. Yeah, <laughs> real fruish boot. Remember last time I was here, I tried to correct you for saying co ghost. <laughs> and we were yeah. like, oh, we're like, oh, you no, have no. not listened well, to that. Let's take it over again. <laughs> no, I said you that misspoke. Wrong. Yeah, that was what really gave it away. <laughs> yeah, I was mansplaining your own podcast to you. And then you got really excited because you hadn't heard that Paul F. Tompkins was on the show. And you were like, he was on last week. <laughs> it really didn't research anything. It was great. It was great. It was a great episode. Oh, thanks. Podcasts are a slippery slope. Like, I am so far behind on so many because I'll try and catch up on one. And then everything else just keeps piling up. Yeah. I just try and jump in midstream wherever it's coming out now. Because I... <laughs> Wherever the piss comes out, it puts thumb on it. piss metaphors. <laughs> no, I, jumping in midstream. Wherever it's coming out. Wherever it's coming out is not a metaphor for anything that I, I can explain now that I've said it myself. <laughs> Episode one for the next. Who, okay, who is this woman? <laughs> it's a man. Okay, there's a man? I don't have a very low voice. Okay, who is this man? This man is a, is a trucker guy that's also a prospector. I thought he was a farmer. And a farmer. He just has carrots hanging out of his overalls. <laughs> 149. This is different now. <laughs> it's all the same guy. He's got bits. Oh my gosh, you're making me so sweaty. Her voice does voices. Yeah. Yeah, hire me for your f- cartoon. I want to be rich. <laughs> Um, so Kyle's here. I am so delighted since Kyle's last visit. He's had two retail jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, are you going to talk about both? Yeah, we can. Um, it's the one that was like more like drug selling. <laughs> talk about. That's a great euphemism. <laughs> I just want to jump in mid-toke. You know, the one that was, quote, quote, drug selling. <laughs> what were you doing? I was selling drugs. But in uh, a retail environment. Yeah, I yeah, worked it at was a um, dispensary. medical marijuana dispensary yeah. for about 
eight months. Yeah. And um, it was a good experience. Um, I learned a lot. I definitely, like, I thought that the store I worked at was very on the level when I, when I applied there. And then after working there for, like, a little bit, I was like, oh, we're, like, super shady. Oh, really? Yeah. I was like, this is a shady place for sure. Oh, huh. well, well, why? Well, because of drugs. Well, 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 why? <laughs> well, like, well, 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 why? Ghosts. Ghosts. I won't ghosts? say. Was it haunted? I won't say. Well, there were many ghosts. Um, I won't say which dispensary it works. I yeah, we don't want to get murdered. I don't get in trouble. But, you know, like on their like mission statement, they would say like, we only sell like triple A um, Good green marijuana from registered medical marijuana growers, and I was like, if that's the case, then why don't I don't know, why don't why don't I know where any of this weed comes from, and why does it show up in a duffel bag? Mm. Right, like oh. those are my big questions. So I feel like you know they said that they were getting like the best possible product, but I feel like they were just getting like standard grow up product from mm. like anyone who would sell it from yeah. like university kids. Uh, yeah, or, or like scarier people. Yeah. Um, I've only ever been to one dispensary and I went recently and it was such, I thought it would be much more controlled. I thought it would be, you know, like you'd have to show your ID or have a doctor's note or something. Yeah. And neither of those things were necessary. Yeah. And then the weed that we got like made me cough so much. And mm. I was like, this is bad weed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, you shouldn't cough too, too much. No. And also like the color of the smoke tells you a lot too. The darker the smoke is, the worse the product is. Oh. Like your smoke should be like white, light gray, you know, that sort of thing. It shouldn't be like dark gray or black. That means it's like nasty. Your lungs are on fire. It's been like, has, has pesticides on it. Or Yikes. Has Shit. mold in it or something gross like I've that. I've never looked at the color of the smoke that I am exhaling because I am high. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's only the kind of thing you'd discover if you're like getting stoned all the time at home by yourself, right? Mm. And you're just like, you have no one to talk to, so you're just watching the smoke come out of your the mouth. The smoke is your like, best friend. <laughs> Wait a minute. Well, I mostly vape now, so that's... Ooh, vape nation. Yeah. <laughs> that, what you just said. Yeah. I like the way um, we're talking. Yeah. We're just like three totally woke, lit... Swole, swole for sure. I mean, personally, that's speaking a fishing for myself, term, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it means is that when you fish? No, that's pole. <laughs> oh, pole. Smoking uh, to pole. I I just started recently playing uh, Scrabble online. Oh shit! <laughs> oh yeah, again. This is how it starts. <laughs> um, yeah, I've been vaping so hard that I'm now onto the Scrabble boards. But uh, I tried to use the word vape, and it's definitely a word, but it was like not in our dictionary. Mm. Uh, because it's short for something. It's new though, but everyone's is it in the new. Is it in the dictionary? Well, it will be, I'm sure. Well, yeah. that doesn't count as a word, and you know no, that. This but is what I happens just, to Scrabble people. I'm surprised that it isn't already because there's a lot of words that since because I was obsessed with words with friends for like three years, six years ago. I'm glad we weren't hanging out. Someone's then. gonna write in and be like, "It was technically started as an app <laughs> in 2015," so that won't like make sense, but. <laughs> Since I stopped playing, like since starting again, there are tons of words that weren't words before. Mm. So it's like pretty cool how like language evolved. Yeah. Yeah. yeah vape. But it's like, you know, three years behind the lingo, basically. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so yeah, I guess what I'm saying is like, it's pretty cool that I vape. <laughs> yeah, it's really cool that you vape. It's not even in the dictionary yet. <laughs> That's where this is going. This, I was just trying to talk about how cool I was. 
I went to buy weed, as we know, a couple of weeks ago and then um, smoked it twice, uh, about two weeks apart from it, like in just a little bit. And then coincidentally (laughs) coughed up a bit of blood Mm. uh, because I had like a sinus infection or something. But I was like, well, I just will not do that. Oh, um, I gave gave half of it away. Oh, but I would like to buy a vaporizer, but it feels like this huge purchase for something that you can also get edibles. No, you can get disposable that's, that's vaporizers like. too that are just like little things that are loaded with you know like sixty puffs or something. It seems very wasteful. It is, but if you're Why just wasteful? if oh because you're throwing throwing up it away, and... yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's oh. Because it's I was like, no, you use all the liquid that's in that thing. <laughs> vape niche. Yeah, I also found that magnesium helped me sleep quite a bit. Mm. Um, but Did you vape it? I haven't tried the stuff for pain. I haven't vaped the magnesium, but oh. I do know not to take more than one That'll teaspoon. That'll probably kill you. I'll shit my pants. Um, um, Kyle, was there a specific story from the vape, uh, vape store? From Well, I was... Like super old compared to everyone else who worked there. You're not old at all. You're not even 40 yet. Yeah, but I'm 36 and like the next oldest person at the store I worked at was 21. (laughs) That's a really bad sign. I was very surprised when Alicia told me you were working at a dispensary. I was like, how did he get that job? It was the first place I dropped off a resume and they called me that day. (laughs) Give that dad a job. (laughs) They just asked one question like, do you smoke weed? Yeah, no. Are you a cop? I have a joke in my act of like the one question they ask is can you talk and move your hands at the same time <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i got hired there uh and it was it was fun i had to quit because the store i was working for they had some stores in toronto that all got raided and like everyone got charged with drug trafficking really oh, yeah fuck. and then i even though we live in bc and it's like way different out here i just like immediately quit because i was like i'm the only one who has anything to lose yeah <laughs> arrest got- these children <laughs> Wow. Do arrest those children. Yeah. That's scary. Yeah. There was a robbery here uh, recently in Vancouver, and I just caught it on the news. Lo- I don't n- normally watch local news because I don't care if the city burns to the fucking ground. No. Um, I'm just kidding. I love it here, but God, it's so painful. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and there was somebody robbed a dispensary, a medical marijuana place, and yeah. it was a violent, it was a violent few seconds. Yeah, that, on the uh, Victoria Drive, yeah, maybe? Yeah. Uh, and the like, guy, like, Hits came. a lady and pushes her down and like yeah. grabs canisters, runs out the door. Yeah. And then when I went to that place, like it was pretty laid back in there. Um, but there's like a guy standing at the door, two people behind the counter, and only a certain amount of people could fit in that shop. Mm-hmm. But everything's under glass. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. You're talking a- about the store I sent you to? Yeah. Yeah. And all their product is actually in the back room. Mm-hmm. Like the, those display cases bit. are just display. And then everything that you buy comes out from the back. Okay. Yeah. I was too nervous to notice anything except for how nice the lady was. <laughs> They're very friendly there. Yeah, no, totally. Like I went in, and I was like, hi, I have chronic pain issues. And is there anything that could help? And she's like, this helps me. And this is why. And try mm-hmm. these two things and yeah. come back. And then it's not this huge investment like. No, totally. Like Pilates. Yeah. <laughs> but you had a scary experience and you and you coughed out some blood. And, and you... Yeah, but it was just a, like an, a low, I think it's like all winter long I was just sick. Mm-hmm. No, for sure. And fighting it with like herbal stuff and I feel so much better after taking antibiotics. Mwah. She was yeah. fighting it by drinking blood, so she yeah, just coughed that's it right. back. Oh. I was drinking the blood and then coughing it up to see <laughs> see what it would look like against the mirror. It's the vampire diet. Yeah, it's the thing. 
It's, it's really hot. Have you not band. heard about it? Vampire, your diet. <laughs> that's their big hit song. Blood, blood, and blood. <laughs> okay, that sounds like it should be like a mattress warehouse commercial. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. That and when you melody? get on the mattress, it just blood seeps through it. Cool. <laughs> Hellraiser 2. I just, I've been watching the Hellraiser movies, and there's a, a big plot point about a, a bloody mattress. Oh, there you go. It becomes a portal to hell. Oh. My mattress is a portal to hell. Um, it's the Casper. Um, I <laughs> don't sponsor us. We will take your money. You don't I like will Casper? take uh, um, the mattress is not a good fit for my body. We're oh. a Lisa podcast. Yeah. Ooh. But you don't listen to podcasts, so you wouldn't no. know about that. The company. Casper mattress started out really great. Yeah. And it might not be the mattress at all, just my garbage body. Mm. Um, so I have a retail nightmare uh-huh. um, I, where I am the victim. I had this really lovely brunch with my friend Aaron and my friend Sarah. We went to Yolks, big fan. Mm-hmm. I finally figured out what to order. I find their menu very confusing because you kind of have to build a breakfast and it's like, right. ah, I just want a breakfast. You're like, yeah. that's why I'm here. So I yeah. need to build a fucking breakfast. And I always misorder something or get the gluten-free toast and it's like way too much bread. Cause it's not like regular bread. Um, <laughs> then okay. I decided that for the first time in three years, I was going to have my mustache, my chin and my eyebrows threaded. Whoa. I know. Mm-hmm. And my mom was like, Alicia, your eyebrows look so good right now. Be very careful. And she was right. She's took too much off, uh, but it'll grow back. Um, and then for some reason, I got kind of turned around downtown on a Sunday. And I was like, I should find clothes for work. And I only have a few things for summer. And oh, I'm in a panic. So I go into a couple of shops and um, I end up in the gap, which I shouldn't be in there. And I find a dress that I really like. I try it on and I try on another dress. Uh, and I'm the salesperson and who's like 20 years younger than I am, maybe more, mm-hmm. is seems sort of despondent, doesn't really seem like she wants to help me. That's right. fine. Yeah. I don't want help. She offered, and I was like, okay, does so you have this at a size large? And uh, she comes back, and I'm wearing this other dress, and I'm so in love with this dress. I'm like, it's shaped like a garbage bag, A. That's my number one go-to look. <laughs> it's 100% cotton, and it's like, and it fits everywhere, and it's not too short. Like, so I could walk the dog in it and pick up dog shit. Yeah. Uh, Because I've made that mistake before where it's Mm. just a little too short and everyone sees your taint. And it looks a lot like (laughs) my taint's not going to show. So I'm like, I got to get this. And I feel good in it. And I don't feel that way often in clothes. And it was also on sale for $20. And it looked like a dress that I'd been trying on at Nordstrom that is way more expensive that I cannot afford, mm-hmm. which is also a garbage bag, 100% cotton, identical dress, yeah, basically, because yeah. you know how it goes. $1,000. So yeah. I come out and I'm like waiting to see if this other dumb dress is available. And she's like, how would you think about that? And I'm like, I love it. It fits so well. She's like, huh, I guess with a belt or something. What? And I'm like, hey, I'm not putting a fucking belt around the biggest part of my body. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll put a leg belt on or like a neck belt or a wrist belt. <laughs> What's a leg I'm belt? Not going to put it around. Exactly. <laughs> that doesn't exist. <laughs> a garter? Yeah. So she's like, oh, or if you wore it with, oh. she's like, not even looking at me. She's like, ugh, this. She's like, it looks like a giant T-shirt. I'm like, exactly. It's That's the best dress I ever. ever in this all world. My dresses. That's what I miss about the '90s. And uh, then she's like, I don't know. I guess if you wanted to wear it with like leggings and boots. And in my head, I'm like, it's May. It's fucking May. Yeah. And I do not wear leggings and boots. I didn't grow up in Calgary. <laughs> <laughs> That's who those people are. Yeah. Okay. Very, very expensive boots and leggings. Um, That's brutal. And so I quietly closed the door and I was like, well, it's a great dress and it's exactly what I'm looking for. And it's such a great price. And 
uh, there's this weird special on where you buy something, you get the second thing for 50% off. And I'm like, I don't want anything for $10. There's nothing in the store that I want. I don't need two things. And then I started to panic. Like I started to have anxiety about like the dress not actually looking nice and other issues were coming up for me, which are not this person's fault. And then I did something I never do, which is I just left it on a display and I walked out and I think my cheeks were like bright red. I was so upset. And then I wanted to go back and I messaged my friend and I was like, I want to go back. (laughs) I don't want to see that girl again. You just buy it online. There's always different prices online. They're weird. That's weird. So anyways, then I went to Nordstrom and then I looked at everything and then I got so hungry and so tired. I still had to actually do proper Sunday things like buy groceries. Then I went to Costco and that made me feel like a superhuman because I was in and out in 10 minutes. Nice. Mm -hmm. Cheese, hummus, almond butter. (laughs) That's a beautiful salad right there. (laughs) I really love uh, their vats of hummus. Yeah. Yeah. The hummus like gives me anxiety when I see it because it just makes me think of how I eat on tour, which is like oh yeah, half a thing of hummus every day. What's wrong with eating like a half thing of hummus every day? It's just like every day on tour for like a month or two months. Yeah, is like that bus must get, smell weird. You get chickpea mouth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair. Just everything feels sort of gritty, and mm. I mean it's good. It's healthy, and it's got lots of protein and. Uh, it doesn't give me a stomach ache, so that's a bonus. But if I haven't been on tour in a while, then I'll get some hummus. But it's just like too much, mm. too much tubes of hummus. That's how I feel about uh, mini bun bells and mini baby bells. Mm. Mm. Because there's something I would take with me like on a plane when I'm traveling or like I could keep in a hotel room for a while before it expires. Yeah. <laughs> I like them. But I feel like they have no taste. They're like fun yeah. to unwrap, but then you're eating it and you're like, where's the flavor? It's just, <laughs> yeah. no. am I eating the wax by accident? <laughs> they also are processed cheese, which I did not know. Yeah. I had no idea. I thought it was real cheese. So someone's like, uh, it's processed cheese day. I'm like, I'm eating about 11 a day at this point. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Jessica, do you have a retail something? I have a retail fucking dream. Well, uh, uh, wow. I just went to a store that I knew existed, but I didn't know it was like this. Like, I didn't know a store could be this good. I went to the soap dispensary on Main Street. It's made for oh, you. Yeah. It's like the best store in the world. Yeah, it's like a weed dispensary, but like for soap. for cleaning products. Where and is it? It's like Main and 20th, 20th around okay. there. Um, I'd gone past it and I'd seen my friend's soap products that they had got from there. But it's magical. It's basically, you know, like there's no ethical uh, consumption. We've said it every podcast with past. Yeah, like I know, I know. But like this seems like as close as you can get to, you know, ethical consumption because uh, they have everything there. You can walk up and say like, fill up this container with laundry detergent or dishwasher detergent or shampoo or whatever. And if you don't have a container, they will provide one for you. They have beautiful containers there. And, and they also have free ones that people have left. Yeah, it's it's just magical there and everything. It smells amazing in there. It's full of like very nice people. Like they're not, it's not like one of those ethical places where everyone's snooty. Like they're all very friendly and it's just a nice environment. And I went in there with my boss. We uh, were having lunch on Main Street and he was like, oh, I just need to get some shampoo. And we went there and I was like, I didn't know you could have an experience like this. And he was like, do you want anything? Whatever you want, you can have. And I was like, well, I will pay for myself. Thank you. Uh, But I had just watched a video that former guest uh, Morgan Brayton posted on Facebook 
about like five ways that you can be more ethical in whatever you're buying. And one of them was like, stop using cotton balls. Like 30% of the world's pesticides are used on cotton. And I was like, shit, I should stop using cotton balls. So I got like reusable cotton pads that you wash in the washing machine. Nice. And the only reason why I started, I never used cotton balls, but then like my sister-in-law gave me a bunch of these uh, like handmade cosmetics that she made from stuff that she got at the soap dispensary. (laughs) And so I'm like, okay, well now I'm like using toner and stuff. But so that was exciting. They had those there. They had like my whole, every time it's my birthday or Christmas or something and Jay's like, what do you want? And I was like, I just want an ethically made sponge. That's like what I always say. I'm not a very exciting person, guys. I don't know why I have a podcast. <laughs> that is exciting. This is though. tremendously exciting. It's uh, nice that there's something specific that you want. I'm always yeah. like, Ethical still sponge. want that horse. Well, it's like I, you know, I d- you want a horse always. Well, let's go. Ride I need a some horse horses. for Hank. Oh, little tiny horse. Yeah, like a tiny horse for Hank to hang out with. And a regular ho- size horse for you. I take any size horse because I probably wouldn't ride the horse. What about a donkey? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I want a donkey too. I want them all. Um, anyway, they have so many exciting sponge products there that I can't wait to go there again. I was just like overwhelmed. So if anyone is, you know, dissatisfied with their cleaning products or their toiletries stuff, and you've seen the same infographic online as me is like how all the average cosmetic products that are are all owned by Nestle or whatever. Mm. And every time you think you're using an ethical thing, it's like, oh, surprise, like it's through a parent company, through a parent company. And then like the grandparent is Nestle. Just go to this place. They've got all these hippy dippy soaps and they smell amazing. They have the awesome Coquitlam based company, Sapadillo. Yeah, which they is have, my longtime favorite. They have that stuff. And there's a place down near me on Granville that has, you can bring in your Sapadilla bottles and they'll refill it from like a big tub. That's awesome. It's amazing. That's great. Yeah. yeah. And it smells so good. I yeah. used some of their stuff today when I was washing my bras. That's the other exciting thing I started doing as I bought new bras and I am like going to follow the care label for the first correctly time. for the first time in my life. I'm like, no more washing machine. I'm going to wash it by hand because I learned you can put bras in a salad spinner to dry them. And <laughs> hey, it yeah, is you can. so entertaining. Mm-hmm. It's very fun. That's great because I recently bought one too and I was like, I'm going to take care of this one. Yeah, I'm not yeah. going to. I didn't get it at Costco, gentlemen. <laughs> Kyle, do you have another retail nightmare for us? You've been working at, uh, just recently finished a job, which oh, yeah. I visited you at with Hank, who was not well behaved. <laughs> oh yeah, but he was welcome. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I worked at the Solution. I worked at a consignment furniture store. Oh. Yeah, it used to be on Main Street, then moved over to the Kingsway Cedar Cottage neighborhood. Yeah, yeah, and it was like, I got hired there, and then we were going out of business, and then someone bought the business, so we weren't going out of business anymore, but then we were moving. And the biggest thing for me working at that job, the biggest annoyance was a lot of the people that came in there were very old, like 60 plus. Gross. And so, I know, right? <laughs> like, just go Ooh, away Did forever. you just don't die in here? Closed. <laughs> the worst part was that um, <laughs> Sorry. they would all ask the exact same questions, oh. right? They'd all be like, you're closing? And then we'd have to be like, yes, blah, 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 blah. And then 20 minutes later, another old person would come in. You're closing? <laughs> And so I would just do that. And then a month later, they would come back and be like, why didn't you close? Right? And then we had to explain why we didn't close. And then two months later, it was, you're moving? And so I just like, 
<laughs> like I would just lose it having to <laughs> explain having having to have the same conversation twenty times a day. Well, ten times a day. Let's not, you know. It feels like twenty numbers. Yeah, it feels like twenty. But yeah, you know, they would come and just ask the exact same questions, and I would just be like. I would have to say it, right? You're in customer service yeah. mode. But in my head, I'd just be like, just fucking buy something or leave or yeah. die. Those are your three options. Well, they will Kyle. soon. <laughs> um, not at 60. Mm, I'm not that know. far away from you 60. Never know. And that's my goal date. Don't listen to that not that far from 60. Doesn't feel like it. Well, um, who knows if society will even be around. I remember that so clearly. And Jessica, of course, does too. But you do just basically kind of have to go into this autopilot for answering the same fucking questions every day where is this made how much or like when i worked on granville island where is this place and it's where's the public market i'm like turn around they're like that's the public market i'm like the the huge building that says public market yeah yeah but that's like my head i was like yes it is you should try the tea shop that's what i would say but in my head i'm like yeah well it's you know it would depend on the person too but seniors Oh, their world are so, yeah, yeah, frustrating. But they will, they will come in just because they see a sign and they want to have a conversation. <laughs> I had a guy, I had a guy <laughs> That's come so in. Sweet. I had Aww. a guy come in with those like Nordic walking sticks, oh, nice. and he did like a full lap. We have a, we had a four thousand square foot store. <laughs> he did a full lap around the store without saying a word to me, and I was like, best customer ever. And then as he was about to walk out the front door, he just turned back to me and went. This used to be a grocery store. He <laughs> <laughs> sounds so great. Yeah. My physiotherapist told me I needed to get those walking sticks. Oh my that would gosh. be super helpful for whatever was going on for me at the time. And I flatly refused. I was like, absolutely not. And he's yeah. like, then he's like, will you buy this butt cushion then for sitting on? I was like, you bet. <laughs> you have a butt cushion? Yeah. I think that I don't think that anyone sabotaged it at work. But one day I showed up and it was completely deflated and the thing that keeps the air in was gone, and it was like pretty. It's like a forty dollar butt cushion. Someone Oof. pranked your butt. I think they probably just eventually gave in. Oh man! Um, but I, he was like, "Yeah, those walking sticks would really change your life." I'm like, "I'm fine." I <laughs> having a noodle body. <laughs> I saw a woman this week, and I even texted my friend who I was talking to at the time. A beautiful, like older lady, full long, like silver wizard hair. And it was like one of the first, you know, sunny days in a while. And she walked past me and she had those walking sticks. And she just like gave me a smile that I was like, I want to be you. <laughs> well, they make what you're doing makes your body work so much harder. Yeah. So, like, people like are able to like, get back into shape from injuries, stay yeah. in shape. That You're converting like walking into. I don't know why I wouldn't buy them. It's just like, like life has been so embarrassing already. Yeah. I mean, like, I what, would... I'm going to show up to the comedy show. <laughs> Actually, that would have been a great. It would be. (laughs) Yeah, you're the mountaineer comedy lady comedian. Yeah, Um, Kyle, you can see it. It would be really funny to like clamber up onto the stage. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. as long as like Nordic walk to the show, but then also Nordic walk on stage. Yeah. Well, you don't want to leave them somewhere. They're expensive. Oh, yeah. You can't trust comedians. I was not on pro-am night. I've taken my backpack on stage before and just like left it on the ground. I take my purse on stage with me every show I Mm -hmm. do because I and I will hide it behind the drums or an amp like where someone can look at it always (laughs) because I don't know who's coming to these weird shows that cost five dollars. Yeah. Like plus you can't keep your eye on anything like it's so frustrating to do a show like and it probably happens a lot more to musicians that. But to do a comedy show where you 
don't have any place to put your stuff or any privacy from the audience. No. Yeah. So awful. Um, I would have those walking sticks if they would collapse up like tent poles mm. and just be little and you could carry them in your purse when you're not chugging along or whatever. Yeah. Imagine like a button on top that just retracts it into the handle. <laughs> I somehow get my thumb stuck in it and be like, oh God. <laughs> oh God. I am currently right now because it's, it, we're having a very lovely uh, weather streak mm-hmm. and uh, I actually am not working this weekend. So I'm very excited. Uh, I'm going to hang out with my friend, former guest Regan Taylor in the park this weekend. She lives right across the street from a park. And so it's great because you can hang out and drink in a park, but then use a bathroom inside in an yeah. apartment if you That's want what parks to. Are for. Nice. Uh, and it's a park full of puppies occasionally. So I'm very excited about that. But it's also it's park hanging out season. And I realized that I will never truly be happy in a park if I have to sit on the ground because my body like I don't have very l- limber joints mm. and like my hips and my knees are like my legs fall asleep after 10 minutes just sitting on the ground. So I have been researching all day <laughs> today those like fancy like collapsible uh, chairs yeah. that cost like two hundred dollars. <laughs> And I'm trying to figure out, like, if I'm the type of person who can justify spending that much money on a chair so I'm, like, not awkward in a park the two times a year I hang out in a park. You mean, like, a camping chair? Yeah, but they have really fancy ones that are, like, bionic or something. They're, I don't know. I saw a guy who had one one time, and he looked like he was having so much more fun than everyone (laughs) else that was sitting around him, like a bunch of idiots on the ground and getting their butts all soggy. Mm. At this point, though, I'm sort of like, should I just go to Canadian Tire and get one of those like ones that are made out of plastic that old people sit on on their like AstroTurf in their yard? And yeah, Kyle thinks so. I think so. Judge you. I bet also if if you just said like, which is guy, find one on Craigslist. I've already looked, (laughs) and there's there's one that that has so many pockets and like a fold out table, and it's only fifty bucks, and it's in Shaughnessy. I'm like, hey, I could go to a weird Shaughnessy person's house. That yeah. sounds great. And maybe get murdered or like return. turn into <laughs> a sex slave or something. Uh, but there's so many pockets and I looked up what they're for and it's like for scorekeeping needs. And I was like, oh, oh yeah, it's a soccer mom yeah. chair. Um, Plus you'll have one and Regan won't have one. I know. I was thinking about that and I was like, I don't want there to be a power dynamic in this hangout. You need to get a, a hammock that you can both lay That's in. That's the other thing that I was thinking yeah. about. And I was like, well... There's only one tree in this park, though, so we can't really. Uh, oh, where are we going to slack There's those inflatable line? hammocks. You just run around and the air gets in them. I was looking at those, too. Oh, the lay bag. Yeah, they're like. So they're kind of hard to They're inflate, called like though. fat boys or something. I think you could inflate it with your bicycle pump. But no, you just like hold it to the air and scoop up the air. Have you seen it happen, though? I've, I watched a couple of videos, but I imagine that I would never be able to do it. Correctly. I laughed so hard I cried watching <laughs> a friend do it. I've done it. Yeah, it's a lot of work. Yeah. they're Once you get them inflated, though, they are so They fun. look like they don't take any space. Yes. Yeah. They don't take any space. You don't have to worry about storing it. I yeah. guess you could always just leave it in your car, though. Yeah, I already have like too many weird things in my car that I feel like if someone breaks in, they're going to be like, oh, there's so much stuff in here. And then they're just like, it's just old blankets. You need those in case you're in an accident. Old blankets and frames. Kyle, yes. do you want to tell a story of how you stopped working at the furniture store? Oh, sure. Um, well, I found out recently that I was not working there anymore because <laughs> I was on my honeymoon. Congratulations. Thank you. In Japan. 
Um, and I sent in my availability for May because I didn't want to get scheduled for any shifts I couldn't work. And then they responded. They were like, oh, yeah, we don't think you should work here anymore. And I was like, cool. How long did you work there for? Uh, like six months or something like that. Okay. I think that they don't owe you any money. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. I, I mean, I was definitely the worst employee there, but. How come? Well, it's just, it was a super boring place to work, right? It was like, you maybe had 10, 15 customers a day. And the rest of the time, you're just alone in a furniture store. And like listening to the radio for that long will drive you a little bit crazy. Like I, I didn't really like being there. Which station? Uh, any station. I mean, I would flip through a lot. Just depends on what time of day it was and what they were playing. Yeah, I could see it being kind of a weirdly isolating job. Yeah, it was very isolating. I have like a lot of really crazy Instagram videos that I filmed. Yeah, I really like those. Yeah, yeah, because you're just alone all the time. So like no one can hear you saying no one can hear you scream or say (laughs) profanity. So you're just free to do anything. When I visited, I always like I would pop into the store on Main Street and walk out like infuriated Mm. at the consignment prices. Mm. In part because they don't understand how consignment works. Like yeah. I, I understand that the store takes something yeah. and the customer takes something. But sometimes I was like, this thing's not worth that. Why yeah. am I looking at it? Mm-hmm. Um, but when I was in there the other day, there was a couple of really cute things. And people totally beeline for them. And you were talking about things and like measuring things and helping people find delivery people. And it's like a lot of work to sell something for like very, you know, very little profit. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. I mean, it all worked out. I'm glad that they fired me. I'm glad that I don't actually work there anymore. Because every time I had to be there, it was like just a long, boring day. Like the one day that you came in with Hank was one of the most interesting days <laughs> I've had at work in a long time. In six months. Wow. The first thing Hank did was jump up on an off-white uh, armchair. <laughs> yeah, as he should. He yeah. keeps it interesting. And it was very like trendy. And at some point it had been a very trendy piece. Like it was printed kind of like a flower sack on it. Ugh. Or it said Paris or something. Oh, I don't yeah. remember I that. <laughs> yeah, but they probably cost a lot of money. Before that was the a funny thing, too, is that I really liked working with the old owner because um, she was just like very like curmudgeon Like she was <laughs> a real hard ass. And like we would work together a lot of the time. So I would go in and she would just put me to work for like four hours and I would just work, 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 work. And then after four hours, if I was like tired or just like didn't want to work anymore i'd just be like hey i'm just gonna i'm gonna go home she'd be like cool see you later right there's never like hey you're scheduled to be here till six o'clock That's you know great. just let me go home whenever i felt like it so that was a good feeling being in the store by yourself for like eight hours is a little mind-numbing hey austin i really like it would be probably worse if there was an employee but i think for safety reasons you should never be alone in a store yeah mm-hmm. totally it's not okay what about yeah. when i have to pee or jerk off yeah what about <laughs> What about my government mandated? Yeah, that's your fifteen minute break. Yeah, I am so sorry. Uh, <laughs> I had a friend who owned a shop a while a while ago, and it was in the same sort of like in a sort of weird dead zone where yeah. the, you just don't get foot traffic during the day. And uh, he was always online because of it. And he, and when I would always say like, "Oh, how's how's the store going?" He's like, "I'm just honestly trying not to like pass the time by jerking off." <laughs> and I was like, "Fair enough, sir." <laughs> I'm calling the police. Uh, we're not really friends anymore. Uh, yeah, that's a weird thing to say, actually. <laughs> I thought I, I, yeah, I don't think he's like a sex criminal, but he's just a weird guy. You've been hit by, you've been struck by a sex criminal. But oh I'm- no, no, oh no, no, oh, no, 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 thank you, no, no. <laughs> 
guys, weird Al. Um, look out. Kyle, Alicia. if you could give somebody a ticket. Yeah. Just for being a shit. Yeah. Who would it be? HOV lane cheaters because it's a very cut and dry offense. You know, if you're if your car gets stopped in the HOV lane and there's only one of you in that car, you are guilty <laughs> of a crime. Uh, and yeah, you should be like capital punishment. Like you should be caned. Like you should you should have a bamboo cane smacked on your fingers. Oh, and fuck. the backs of your hands, fuck, yeah. so that your your hands are all numb and swollen and shaky, <laughs> and, and you, can't you can't drive, drive. properly. <laughs> so they do it right there on the highway. Yeah, right there. And how do you so get home? Everyone else can see. Then okay. they actually have to get in another person's car who's actually HOV. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And be you like, this is car. how it's like. You have to make weird conversation with a stranger. Yeah, and then to pick up your abandoned vehicle, you have to. There has to be three people in the car, and then one of them gets out <laughs> to drive that home. But then has to quickly move into the regular lanes. Yeah, or they get caned. Yeah. I think caning. Yeah, let's bring caning back. Man. It's capital, but it's not, you know, Do you remember, ending. like, I, I don't know, like 15, 20 years ago when some American kid in, like, Indonesia or was caned? <laughs> yeah, because he did something really bad. And, like, a punishment was being caned. Or, and yeah. everyone's like, you can't cane our American child. And they're like... Yeah, we're going to cane him. That <laughs> <laughs> was so bad. Well, I like it. Like, bamboo grows so plentifully. Like, mm-hmm. you should it is use a it sustainable for choice. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's yeah. better than a taser or it's something hard, like that. It's scary. It's yeah. really scary. Yeah. When I was a kid, my friend Sherry and I would get into Devil's Rhubarb Wars. And Devil's Rhubarb would grow all over the street that she lived on. And what? it's inedible rhubarb. Okay. okay. So it's the same family, but it's the one you're not supposed to eat. But Satan. So we would rip it. it up and get into a fight with the French kids. That's what we called them. Oh. We grew up in Quebec. And there was like this weird like, we'll just adopt this <laughs> horrible, horrible way of being just like our parents. So French against English. Nice. Uh, and then we'd have rhubarb boards. And we would whip each other's legs with them. Wow. Get huge welts and scream Crazy. and laugh. It was pretty fun. Like it was. <laughs> yeah. Puck, you have to move fast if you don't want to get hit by the devil's rhubarb. <laughs> I had no idea. That's Keep in mind, I had a lazy left eye, so I really had to move fast. <laughs> like, probably I'm... moving a lot more than I needed to just to make sure I wasn't getting hit. I am imagining you like swinging it over your head like some sort of, I don't know, like Mad Max, wild woman. <laughs> Such a big part of your day when you're a kid is like getting in fights. <laughs> really? Yeah. For sure. I don't think I ever got in a fight as a child. Oh, that's because you grew up here and you went to a fancy school. Mm, I mean, they, we didn't have they a lot would just going say on. really mean things to you, but I don't think I was ever in a physical fight. We did both. <laughs> a kid did jump on me who weighed over 200 pounds and then my teeth went into concrete and then I had oh. jagged front teeth and that's why my front teeth are fake now. <laughs> oh, that's so painful. That's crazy. He was a very large boy. <laughs> he was... Wow. He, he kept. He would always talk about how he wanted to be a sumo wrestler or a hockey player. <laughs> so he was a large boy, and I was always the smallest in my grade. And yeah, he jumped 
it was in the 90s so it was like a big trend to have really like industrial materials in the playground like right. like a big <laughs> cement uh uh tube and it's like the kids will run in and out of it and so my friend and i were hiding it and he was on top and he was like i'm gonna get you if you come out and then like the bell rang and we had to go back to class and I went out and he just jumped on my back Ugh. and I had jagged uh, little front teeth. so much. I don't remember it hurting, but I just remember every time I would close my mouth, it would cut my lips and then there would just be blood everywhere. And it was one of those days where I had a class after school. So my mom didn't pick me up till like six. And then just the whole bottom chin is just crested in blood. Yeah. And like my shirt had the blood stains on it. And she was like, why did no one phone me? This isn't yeah. like I had to go like emergency dentist appointment. Of course. Anyway, fun times. How was that allowed to happen? Who were your teachers? <sighs> I don't know. We She's did all fired. of our fighting away from getting caught. Hmm. I don't think he got punished for it either. I think it was just like, oh, kids will be kids sort of a thing. And he felt really bad. Okay. Like he didn't do it on purpose. He didn't know that he was gonna like curb stomp me. Fudge. <laughs> um. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, if you could give somebody a ticket, not that little boy. No, 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 no. I I'm sure he's doing great. I hope he's a sumo wrestler now. Um. <laughs> if I could give someone a ticket, poof, come back to me. Sure. I mean, I have so many tickets I'd like to give. But I'm going to give a ticket to parents who don't teach their kids uh, to be polite. Mm. I could not get away from a parent this this evening when I got home from work who was on her phone. But her child, who's very young, about three, was on a push bike. And so the woman's like ordering like catering. But this like beautiful child is basically unattended on a on a vehicle and uh i just see that a lot on my bike right here uh, same thing three-year-old on a push bike went right into the bike lane uh, oh. from the crosswalk into the bike lane and i yelled at the dad i'm like careful and he looked around kind of like isn't my daughter cute and i'm like she's gonna get hit by a car mm -hmm. uh and i just was like don't have kids put away your fucking phones put away your dicks yeah like there's no Stop reason kids <laughs> To yeah. be this tired, if you're already tired, you're probably already tired before you had kids. Mm -hmm. They need 24-7 attention. I am exhausted by a poodle. Why did you think that this would be fun? Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I'm going to give you, th this is my ticket. My ticket is, please move to the suburbs where it is safer. Yeah. Yeah, there's so many, like, less variables there. You'll make money on the house that you sell here. Exactly. I'm giving them a ticket. That's a ticket. A they very just, expensive move. They get to move? Eh, yeah. They'll probably save money in the long run. Yeah. There's just like, there's no room here for absent-minded parents. Yeah. It's very dangerous. And kids are not aware of other people here either because it's a city. So you're not supposed to look or talk to people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so I've been like almost run over by so many push scooters and bicycles as kids are like taking over the sidewalks again because it's summer. Yeah, I had to like walk into someone's garden to avoid a child on one of those bikes with like a weird stick on the back of it. Is that what you're talking about? Like, no, but those, I mean, those count for something. Yeah, those things were weird. And I was like, you're going to take someone's eye out. You're not steady on this thing, little girl. But you look over and the parents are on their phone. Yeah, they were like half a block behind. Yeah. Yeah. And I felt like it, like parents used to make more of an effort to be like, oh, careful, like watch yeah, out. Or I'm sorry. Or like, you know, like, yeah, say sorry. Like it would, everything would be like a teaching. Yeah. Moment. But mm. now it's just like, whatever. Free for all. Yeah. Seamus be Seamus. <sighs> I don't know. Is that what people call these kids Seamus again? Probably. Seamus? Yeah. It's a nice name. Yeah. <laughs> I have a friend named Seamus. 
Um, I know what my ticket is. All right. I learned today that a very original Vancouver staple bagel place has closed forever because it's going to be turned into condos. Oh. Benny's Bagels. No way. On Broadway and Larch. Uh, it's been around since 1988. Yeah. It was a place that I, as a teen, I would go there because they were open 24 hours a day. And it was like one of the only cool places in kits mm. that you could go be like stoned out of your mind, <laughs> sit on a couch and eat a, you know, tuna melt. Yeah. And it was magical. I met a lot of people there. I hung out with a lot of cool people there who told me about cool bands and movies and stuff like that. So I feel like that place totally was very instrumental in my not becoming a Kitsilano douchebag, hmm. uh, despite moving there um, as, a, as a very impressionable young teen. But yeah, it just closed yesterday forever because that whole corner is going to be condos. Wow. And it's sad because there's Modern Burger, which was beside it, which was like a very beautiful, expensive burger place, Benny's Bagels. And then there was a corner store that sold plants. And mm. that's well, a really pretty store. Yeah. Benny's Bagels was great. It was like the most it felt so 90s still like everything was made out of like reclaimed wood and just like metal. Uh <laughs> It had a stained glass window of Jesus smoking a big joint. Yes. Above the door, just like casually up there <laughs> being like, we're 20 friendly. Um, so, yeah, I, I saw someone posted an article today and I was just like, what? No. Like, and Jay and I went there recently. We went there last month um, and I had no idea. I saw the development sign on the florist place, but I didn't. I was like, oh, no. But I didn't realize it was going to be like. At the end of the month. So I, I'm going to give the condo people a ticket that I think that they should live underwater. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Sleep with the fishes. Uh, no, I'm not. <laughs> should redevelop your not ankles into modo. concrete shoes. Uh, no, I don't want them to die. But I think they should just start thinking about building on places where there aren't already buildings. Mm. But of course, like we know that that's not fair to the water. No, no. I mean, I'm hoping that obviously they'll get some sort of uh, meet some watery death from a shark or something. No, they'll get that penis fish. Oh, Oof. that would be nice. Um, Kyle. Yes. Who's your papa? Here. <laughs> hey, Kyle. <laughs> who's your papa of the week? Papa of the week. I was just looking at a picture of him. Oh. Um, my papa of the week is. A dog that we met <gasps> on our trip in Japan. Oh my gosh, he's so cute. Look at his oh, face. Little tongue. His name is Toto. He's a miniature, he's like a toy poodle. He probably weighs oh, about six pounds, no. but he's never had a haircut. Oh, so that's you have to take videos or live photos or boomerangs of him because otherwise he just looks like just you're a, just holding a piece a of black hair. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, he was great. He was at a hostel we stayed at, and like we were just so excited every time I got to see him. And he was just like, He's a little like grouchy man, like he would just bark at people who were walking by outside, but he's like <laughs> weighed nothing. He's very fun. Oh, so sweet. He just looks like a scribble. Yeah. <laughs> scribble with a little pink tongue. Yeah. That's very That's cute. Sweet. Great. I can't believe they've never, because they sell a lot of toy poodles in Japan. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And They're... he's obviously just never had a haircut. So he's just like a mop. Gotta go to Barn Mama. Yeah. Jessica. Yes. Puyo Papo. Uh, well, Kyle, just describing that dog reminded me of I met 
this dreadlock dog. Oh, one of those guys. Uh, which I had met before uh, once, but Jay and I, uh, we were walking, we were going to Main Street from where we live. So we were walking east and we saw it, you know, half a block away. And I was like, it's a dreadlock dog. I've met this dog before. I was so excited. And uh, she's amazing and her owners are so lovely and they're just like laughing at her constantly. Like she's got a little like geyser ponytail. So her dreads don't get in her face. Uh, and she was just it was, you know, again, one of those like first sort of warm days of the year. And she was really into this bush, this like little shrubbery that was uh, along the sidewalk. And she just kept like walking into it and just plowing through it and getting like little leaves all in her fur and just like just knocking herself around and like would go one way and then turn around and go back the other way and the four of us were just standing there like laughing at her and they're like she's like this all the time like she's just <laughs> a monster and I was like she's so cute um so that's one puppo yeah uh also another puppo I met today was a uh, uh chocolate lab and I was just coming home from from a run and so I was like all sweaty and gross and covered in like half melting off sunscreen and then I saw this lab and we made eye contact and I felt bad because the woman who was walking it was trying to cross the street and then the lab wanted to meet me and right. she missed the light <laughs> and it seemed like it was a puppy but I asked and it was 11 years old so it was just like good personality yeah and her name is Willow and she was just like licking me all over. And I was like, whoa. Uh, and the woman was like, oh, no, she likes sunscreen. And then she said the dandelions are out right now so that she's just been eating all of them. And I was just like, what a magical creature. Um, <laughs> and then I thought I was like, that's going to be my papa of the week. But then today I spent an hour with a pregnant squirrel feeding it. So that was what? magical. Yep. Uh, usually when I see a squirrel and they're sitting up on their like hind legs, um, you can only tell if it's a boy <laughs> uh, because it'll have its little weird wiener poking out. Um, but I guess you can tell if it if it's a girl because it doesn't have that. But this time I was like, whoa, that's a lot of nipples. And so I Googled squirrel nipples. And uh, the first thing that came up was like, that's a pregnant squirrel. So very pregnant squirrel hanging out on my balcony and uh, while she was there, a crow also showed up. So uh, that was magical. And I was I was just eating my lunch, posting Instagram videos of me feeding the squirrel. Uh, so that was magical. And I was happy that I wasn't at work when it happened because I could just like be like, I'm taking an hour off at three o'clock in the afternoon. So that's all my puppos. Those are all good puppos. Yeah. Did I mention that I saw the baby squirrel and the mama squirrel? No. On my balcony? No. So I was outside on the balcony uh, of my house, which, of course, has been there's been many squirrels to arrive and visit. And I heard something. And so and Hank was kind of barking. And I went outside and there was a mama squirrel carrying her baby squirrel up the sh to the next level on the roof. And it was crazy because this baby squirrel was quite big at this point, And he was perfectly curled up. And she was just holding him by the scruff of his neck mm. and moving up through the like out of the gutter she had him in the gutter pulled him out of the gutter and was going on that's so cute and then uh i talked to my landlord slash friend and i was like hey there's squirrels again and then he's like i don't think they can get in the house again so it's fine don't worry about it it's like perfect because they're beautiful and my other puppo i have three puppos um nice. my other puppo is hank whom i love very much um he's going back to see dr lane on saturday 
Oh. So another another trip to Squamish. And then my third puppo is this man who was cute. I saw him at uh, Famous Foods. I was there grocery shopping on Saturday morning and I was so hungry and he's behind me in line and he let the senior go ahead of him because the senior only had hummus and <laughs> I'd already like started putting my groceries out but I was like of course he should go ahead of me mm-hmm. so I started chatting with this guy and I'm so terrible at chatting with people like I was like I'm so hungry and angry I think I said that <laughs> but my head was like you are so cute you have red hair and blue eyes and you're so sweet and you're wearing your pajamas out in the streets you look like you're making a roast. That's what my head was thinking. But my mouth is like, very hungry. Get angry when I'm hungry. <laughs> and he's very patient with me and like making conversation. And then uh, for like three hours, I had a crush on him. You went on Twitter about him. Yeah, I took it down. <laughs> oh, really? I'm glad I, I took it down. It. As um, one of my friends slash followers was like, he made it what I thought was saying, like, you were being a creep. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to take it down. And then I wrote him. I'm like, I'm so sorry. He's like, no, I loved it. He's like, oh, my God, I can't believe you took it down. I thought it was so cute. <laughs> it was cute. It was very cute. Yeah. And so I was like, if you have friends with the man at the store, tell him I'm cute. <laughs> That's how I imagine all your tweets in that point. <laughs> yeah. It's like a very excited child. <laughs> yeah. You know, like when you meet somebody and you have a crush on them and it's like so intense for like 25 minutes. Yeah. It was like that the That's whole the way home. I was like, why didn't I talk to him more like a normal person instead of just being, I think like I was like, I have food issues. You were hungry. I mean, like I, I did the exact same thing yesterday because Jay was recording drums for like six hours and I picked him up and he was exhausted. And I was like, let's pick up food on the way home. Like you're going to faint. And so we went to don't argue. And my friend, who works there was like, Hey Jessica, how's it going? And I was just like, I'm here for pizza. I just like announced it to the whole restaurant. And I was like, of course I'm here for pizza. It's a fucking pizza restaurant. And then I realized there was like live music happening at the same time. And I was like, <laughs> well, yeah, it was that, that night. So, yeah. It was like weird jazz night. Uh, but you just, you know, like when you see food and you're that close to eating food, you're like, food is the only thing that I can talk about. Yeah. And I also had this bag of, there's this vegan, chip company and it's called vegan robs and they do like dairy-free cheesies and these things that are cauliflower puffs that are delicious and they're none of it's healthy that sounds good though and they had them at famous foods because famous food has a lot of really weird and good selections and it's out of like it's out of my zone for shopping which Mm -hmm. i also was told him i'm like i like to buy groceries and walk two kilometers home (laughs) like (laughs) a fucking idiot that's you practically being like Hey, I live close by. Flirt is so horrible. I'm oh no, it's good. And then I pointed at the cheeses. I'm like, I'm gonna eat these all by myself. I'm gonna get a stomachache. I'm like, this is this poor what? This is why I'm I'm single for a reason. I suck. There's a shirt right now at Uniqlo that says, "I just ate an entire bag of chips for dinner, and my friend just got engaged." (laughs) That's pretty funny. And I was like, I really like this shirt, but I. I wish it just said I ate an entire bag of chips for dinner because I was like reading it and I was like, that's good. And then I flipped it over and I was like, mm. yeah, the second part isn't the I funny part. I don't like the judgment. <laughs> like, yeah, like you don't compare yourself to some other dork. But uh, yeah, I I would wear that shirt a lot if it just said I ate a bag of chips for dinner. Yeah, it's pretty good. It happens. And it's always the best night of dinner. Yeah, but then you wake up in the morning and you don't feel so good. Or in the middle of the night. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I was walking home from the convenience store once with two bags of chips. And one of, like, Rachel's acquaintances saw me. 
and was like, oh, Kyle, are you and Rachel having a chip night? And I was like, fuck off, Donna. <laughs> I'm going to eat these chips because I want to eat these chips. Yeah, you don't need to be, you don't need to tell her, you don't even need to tell Rachel that you had chips. Yeah. Yeah. You're still your own private, person. Private, eat them private on the Kyle way chips. <laughs> yeah. What um, are your favorite chips? Oh, good question. My favorite chips are uh, salt and pepper kettle chips. Ooh, yeah. I they're so good. They're I love best. kettle chips. So good. They're so crunchy. They're so and they're simple. crinkle. Yeah. Crinkle makes all the difference. When I I have to buy snacks for the, for the office, and yeah. they've hired someone that doesn't to do that, though, and I won't have to do it anymore. Oh, my gosh. Uh, but when I bought those, people's mind were like, we had no idea. They're like, we didn't think salt and pepper tastes like Kentucky Fried Chicken. They're the best. It's so Man. good. Yeah. Without killing a chicken. Yeah. I know. Finally. I know. My favorite, those are very good, but my favorite is like uh, plain, any plain. Oh, yeah. I really like plain, and I, but those are delicious. <laughs> and I like cheesies. Mm. Yeah. The puffy kind. Yeah. Hawkins. Now at Hawkins, because those are like a grown-up cheesy. <laughs> I was just and there's doing a James lot. Oh yeah. Hawkins. Hawkins. Pew, pew. <laughs> <laughs> um, Kyle, if people want to find you online. Yes. <laughs> Perfect. I'm uh, Jessica. <laughs> yes, he's online. The end. <laughs> yeah, I'm Kyle Bottom on most things. Okay. But on Twitter, I'm Kyle's Bottom. Wow. Because I took the Kyle Bottom uh, name with an old company email that I don't have the access to anymore. And if you don't have the email address you signed up with and you don't have the password, you cannot access an old Twitter account. <laughs> so that's where I'm at. Kyle's bottom is great. Instagram on Kyle Bottom. Yeah, and you've got a great dog, Igor, that sometimes you post about. I love Igor. You see, I didn't know we could have multiple puppos of the week. Well, but. if you oh, listen yeah. to the podcast. <laughs> 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 Boiled again. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mostly post about Igor. That's on Instagram. And I got to meet Igor a bunch of times walking on the way to work. Your father-in-law, mm-hmm. a nice man with two miniature golden doodles, uh, was walking through the park. And I was like, that, God, that dog looks familiar. He's like, this dog's got a funny name. And I'm like, yeah. is it Igor? And he's like, how did you know that? I'm like, I know Kyle. He's yeah. like, <laughs> we were like, this is so weird because it's seven o'clock in the morning. And How did completely- Igor and Hank get along? Fine. Yeah. He's a bit cautious with him. Yeah. Um, Igor was or Hank was? Igor was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hank's not cautious. Yeah. <laughs> He's not a cautious pup. Igor, like, used to be just like, you know, had crazy energy. And then one time he was running around at the park. And this is like the park downtown by like Nelson and Thurlow. Oh, yeah, where you mm-hmm. used to live. And it had all these exposed roots underneath the tree. And he like broke his dew claw when oh, he was no. running in the park. And it like, snapped and there was all this blood and we had to get it pulled and you know he had to wear like a little doggy mitten for a week and a half but ever since then his like playfulness in public has gone like way down he's like a super like cautious little guy yeah that sucks do claws are fucking they're so weird yeah kyle you also just released your first comedy album right yes you can stream it on spotify what's it called apple music it's called dungeon master so kyle bottoms dungeon master yeah that was so funny like (laughs) it released like a week and a half ago and then i saw a comic the night i got home from japan he was like hey congrats on the album and I was like, oh, thanks, man. What do you think of that first track? And he's like, oh, I'll be honest. I haven't listened to it. <laughs> and I was, like, I was like, you can stream it on Spotify. Like, you don't even have to buy it. You can just listen to it once and then chuck it away. Yeah. 
I mean, congratulations, but I'm not going to listen to your album. That's what he said. <laughs> I think he thought you you could only buy it. Right. Mm. And, you know, I get that. I, I haven't bought a lot of the albums that have come out from the Vancouver scene. Yeah, but lately, there's been a lot. I, I listen to them on Spotify, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not all of them. We're sponsored by Spotify. Yeah. <laughs> this ep- <laughs> no. Spotify. I wish. Jessica. Yeah. You got anything going on? I'm going to be playing a show in the first week of June. I almost just put a pretzel <laughs> yeah. up my nose. I'm just going to be putting a pretzel up my nose until okay. June. Careful. Uh, there's an energy slime show. Uh, don't have a date yet, but first week of June is going to happen. Well, you've got a month to sort it. Well, it's like part of music waste, but it hasn't been announced yet. So okay. I can't really say it. But fine, that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. So we will be playing a show. Love it. It's going to be great. I have a show people might like. Oh, May 25th at uh, Little Mountain Gallery. Okay. Doing the senseless comedy, which is where oh, yeah. all, all the stand-up comedians are blindfolded. They have white noise earbuds in their ears, and they have uh, sound muffling earphones <laughs> to go over top of those. And nose pl- plugs and, yeah, and butt plugs. Yeah, their mouths are sewed shut. Oh, God, uh, guys. They just roll no, around on the ground. Stop. <laughs> no, it's, it's human centipede. Stand- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Human stand up a pee. Here's your opener. And here's your headliner. We decided it's sewed together. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> okay, from that. the beginning, it's, what's it called? Senseless. Right. And it's a stand up comedy show where the performers can't see or hear anything. Okay. So it's great. Like, it's finally a show where you can, like, talk in the middle of the show and you're only bothering the people around you. <laughs> wow. I never thought of it that way. When the last, we did the first one two months ago. And I was the first comic to go on, blindfolded and with the earphones in. And the host, Ryan Williams, came up on stage with a block of wood and a saw and just started <laughs> sawing a piece of wood. And I had no idea. That's wow. great. Yeah. So how does like how do you find it compared to doing a normal set? I, I think it's way more fun because like you just don't give a shit at all about the audience and it's just I'd be scared. But yes, what it's if, all about you what talking. What if one of your jokes kill and you, you don't pause for laughter and you just keep Actually, going Actually, it's on. kind of like what I think a lot of open mic people experience. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like, finally, oh, what new comics experience. <laughs> Not realizing other people are in the room. That sounds like a great show. Not reacting. Very innovative. But it's even, on the flip side, it's even funnier when you tell a joke and you think it probably went and okay and no you leave one, a pause. Yeah, no, I was hoping for and that, like, too. In your head, you're like, pause for laughter. <laughs> like, this one's Move on. a great one. And <laughs> yeah. I'm like, Something else happened and everyone's distracted. Yeah. <laughs> the building's burning down. <laughs> wow. That's exciting. I have a show. Yeah. And this is your last chance to buy tickets because it's it will be Friday. This comes out on Monday. It'll be Friday the 11th. It's uh, Doors at 7, Little Mountain Gallery. Come draw with me. <gasps> All of the money. What? I know. I did, I've been, been pulled out of retirement to help buy uh, accessible toilets for Little Mountain Gallery. Um, so they'll be wheel- wheelchair accessible, which is great if uh, you like wheelchairs. Um, <laughs> I love them. Yeah. So a great lineup. Um, Aaron Reed, Randy Neumeyer, and Charlie Demers. Nice. Um, it's going to be a real quick show. It's a two-hour show, and I've got to get it done in an hour and a half. Yeah. Um, please come. The money is going, all of the money is going to Little Mountain Gallery. So we have a chance to raise like... Quite a bit of money for two hours of work. Um, so please, if you are a fan of Come Draw With Me, and if you haven't been to a show before and you always meant to, I don't really know 
I've been kind of toying with the idea of starting it up again, but I'm not really sure. So come, this might be the last chance to see it. it might be not the last chance. That's the end of that. That was great. <laughs> um, Kyle, uh, we are so happy you came to the podcast. Thanks for having me. We love and, and cherish you. We love Aww. and cherish you. It was so funny. <laughs> I'm so glad that you got fired from your job on your honeymoon. Bing, bing, bing. <laughs> and I hope that you sell a million albums. And I'm so happy that you are my friend. Aww. And same with Jessica. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> everybody, uh, please donate to our Patreon account. That money goes to supporting this podcast. It goes to paying Jay. It goes to paying us a little bit of money every week that usually just goes back into buying drinks for the guests <laughs> yeah. and cab rides home. Um, but we do uh, love it when you give us money. And if you can, please do. Thanks very much. And have a great week, everyone. Be kind. Mwah. 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 That was stop podcasting. That's our classic outro music.